And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 166, a.k.a. season 2, episode 34, uh, coming at you this Saturday morning. As always, I am your host, Mr. Richie Rich, along with... MC. And even even though we don't really take calls so much anymore because you guys don't call in, here's some phone numbers because I still like giving them out. Uh, 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. So what is going on with you this week, MC? Um, Not a whole lot, but uh, I I got in an argument. Not argument. I got got in a A discussion. A debate. I was debating somebody else that was debating uh, an actual debate. So it was like uh, three levels down kind of like inception there. Holy shit. Um, Yo, dog, I heard you like debates. (laughs) Yeah. So... uh, the actual, you know, televised, or I don't know if televised, but it was actually like a real big debate. They had four professionals on stage and, you know, they were debating each other. And then this college group, um, it was, uh, the, the YouTube channel was uh, based out of Boston. Their, their main focus is on, on UBI. So I'll call it just Boston UP, UBI. Um, and it was, it was really funny to listen to them because it's like, it's like, it was like listening to, grade schoolers uh talk about in this in in, in a, like in a fantasy way um like they have no touch with reality at all um and so one of the points they they correctly brought up was well how how are we going to pay for personal basic income and they tried their hardest just to skip that question just to skip that part <laughs> Right. It's the fundamental like, question. Like, well, well, just just like everything else, you know. Of course, uh, with taxes, like problem solved. Like, let's move on. How much should they get? Then they argue for an hour on how much they should get. Right? <laughs> like, like it doesn't matter how much they're stealing. Right? <laughs> like that's the fundamental question: is how much, how how many how many people are you going to have to rob, right, forcefully, to to accomplish what what they want um and they just gloss over it and then and sometimes they'd go back to it the, that question again and be like well you know we could you know cut some of the military and that would you know free up a lot and I'm like yeah okay sure go for it you know i'm done with that i don't, I don't care how you have to the military just cut it i don't it doesn't doesn't matter what you want to use the money for like that's probably the, the biggest evil that the u.s is doing right now is foreign invasions right um, yeah and i'll go a step further any any type of government cuts of funding right right i'm okay i'm okay with and i'm for and i'll give credit where credit is due when they do it as long as it's you know yeah. not a, a sleight of hand trick right all right we're cutting military spending but we're raising taxes overall to, to you know to, to push it on yeah. down the line type of thing was no good yeah but that's but that's what it would be it would be you know cutting spending somewhere else and so the other thing they wanted to cut was, oh, the, we're gonna we're gonna make marijuana legal, you know that'll save a couple billion dollars. I'm like, yeah, it's still not like a drop in the bucket compared to what they were asking for, and and what and what the on, on the on the actual stage on the debate they were they're asking for a thousand dollars a month for everybody, uh, right? So and that 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 would be what, what they say, uh, one one point three or one point eight trillion. Uh, per year um and, and honestly i don't care I, I do not care about the u.s dollar so 
you know, if they have to print it, I think printing it would be a fantastic option uh, because I don't hold dollars. So it's like, I don't care if they go down to value. That's, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Let them do it. But yes. of course the banking system, the banking system would not do that. The, the money that they print, they give to their friends. They give to their friends in the military. They give their, to their friends in the banking industry and, 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 uh, and corporate America because it makes the stocks go up and, and they own the stocks too. So uh, it, it's, it's a system that keeps them rich. So they're not going to just give it to everybody else. Like that would defeat the whole purpose of privately owned central bank, you know? Right. <laughs> But that's always been your contention with with UBI was, well, if they're going to do it, you know, if we're going to have it done on like a national governmental level, um, it should be from uh, the money printing portion of it. Right. Right, That's what you maintain. If if they're going to be giving out money, they should give it to everybody as opposed to just the the select few. And so and so then you the the debate really becomes, well, should we have inflation or not? So the the pro inflation people. I would say, well, if you have inflation, you should go, you know, to everybody. And if and if you don't have inflation, well, then you basically have a gold standard. Okay. You know, and we and we and we see how that plays out. Like, I don't think a gold standard works. And I don't I'm... think gold standard works because it's it's too easy to convince people to give up their gold. As has been done For... in the past. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to you know tell everybody, oh, paper is just as good as gold, and. And there's one thing I just thought of this morning, too. Um, the, the reason why the rest of the world started using the dollar as the reserve currency of the world is just because it was easier to do than use gold. Right. Uh, so the same reason that individuals don't use gold anymore is the same reason countries, you know, other countries around the world don't use gold anymore. Um, so. And, and that's why cryptocurrency is so important because it's it's almost as easy as sometimes in some ways easier than than using U.S. dollars, and uh, and it's more honest, um, definitely a lot less harmful than than uh, our current central banking system. Right, that is I mean, proven to. I mean, the the system it, they use it to destroy nations uh, when they you know implement their sanctions and. Uh, you know, with interest rates and, and with their loans and stuff. Um, yeah, our, you know, the, the U.S. CIA has used finance as a way to d- destroy nations um, successfully, repeatedly. And uh, so, yeah, it's not a good system. It, it needs to go away. But, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was talking about. So, yeah, these, these poor kids, you know, arguing over how they're going to accomplish politically. And that's, that's my biggest par- problem with their argument yes they're, they're saying oh we're we're gonna do all this stuff and and this we're gonna make all these cuts and and i and so i was arguing like cut the military how like not even not even in 40 years you, you could spend your whole life trying to politically make them stop you know expanding the military it's not gonna happen politically sorry people have been trying for you know forever uh, people have been almost consistently voting for the lesser of two evils uh, for the for the candidate who said they want less war, and we get more of it, you know, uh, Bush Bush ran on that, Obama ran on that, uh, Trump ran on that, and and we get more war. So, uh, and the same thing with the drug war. It's like like the you know politics is so stupid that they can't even stop arresting people for a plan. That's how bad it is. 
and yeah, we're making some progress now after, you know, uh, you know, 50 years. Uh, but it shouldn't stop just, you know, at marijuana. It should stop at all. Of them. Um, so, yeah, politically, totally impossible uh, to, to, to implement UBI. Um, and on top of that, there's, there's all these other programs, these welfare programs that benefit people in the government. So those people are not going to want those programs to go away just because that's their jobs and stuff. So you can't politically say, oh, we're going to shut down all these programs, give everybody you know, the money. It's just more efficient that way. People don't. People in the government don't want efficient. They want their jobs. Right? Right. That's their security, too. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, and and I, I was trying. The, the reason why I was on there is because, like, I have a plan. I have a plan we could uh, implement right now. And in 20 years, uh, everybody in the world can have at least, you know, some sort of income, you know, for free. Uh, and as long as people uh, appreciate how the service works and they get some value out of it, then, uh, other, you know, the, the poorest of the poor will will uh, get some value out of it, too. And they will still be means. the poorest of the poor. <laughs> well, yeah, that's and that's to me, that's not a, not a problem. Um, you know, that, you know, things that make me upset, uh, you know, uh, paying a military guy to kill people in another country that, that upsets me. Right. Things that don't make me upset so much. Um, I mean, the, the theft still, it makes me upset, but the fact that some guy is in California, perfectly able, healthy, uh, you know, trying to be a pro server, failing miserably, but that's all he does every day. He's a surf and then he gets his welfare stamps. And he, he eats, and he and he's a bum on the beach. I don't care. Like he's not impacting my life in any way. Ex- you know, the, the 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 tax collector may or may not be affecting my life. But um, yeah, I don't care if people want to do what they want to do, and they they find a way to do it. Like it's fine with me. Um, and so, un- under my system, um, I won't even have to go to the government to get their you know handout if you want to call it that. Okay. Um, it'll just be the, the, the economic system that I envision be so much more efficient that people will be able to just do what they want and not have to worry about food. Um, so, so you're okay in, in the current system. Let me, let me clear one thing up real quick. In the current system, you're okay with welfare recipients, but you're not okay with the organization in this case being the state. Um, in the way that they collect the money to dole out to welfare recipients. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And I, okay. and I, like, I really wouldn't have a problem with it. Like, if, if, if the central bank was just printing the money and giving it to them. Of course, you know, that, that's not what the system is about. It's about troll. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and that's the thing. Like, you know, I, 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 I view the, the central bank as a, as a private bank, and they can do whatever they want. Um, but what I don't agree with is, is the, the IRS. You know, it's 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 a cartel at that point when with, when you include the IRS. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Anyway, I, you'd have you have to ask me more questions if if you want to hear more about my the, the UBI dream that I have or not not even UBI. It's just it's a it's a new economic system is is what I'm envisioning. Right. And. Uh, okay. Well, I, I I'm I'm. I have my thoughts, but I was giving you space to, to, to flesh it all out as well. So let, let me let me give my thoughts 
on this and then we'll we'll see where the conversation takes us. So I I struggle recently recently uh, from your conversation right now like the the latter part of it. Um I struggle with the being okay with the welfare recipients thing. Um only because like I've in my view right they're all part of that system. Right? Cuz if you go if it's okay it's a it's okay to be a welfare recipient, but it's not okay to be the enforcer of that welfare collection, right? And then, but if, and if you're okay with people getting their money, however they get it, you know, as as long as they're not killing people, well, then you're you're fundamentally okay with like all government jobs, then, with the exception of like police and military, right? Like you know the the, yeah. the DMV worker, the welfare recipient. Like I always categorize those people. Um, in the same category of like societal parasites, right? They're yeah, the, they are. okay. They are. And I, I can't, I cannot say like you that I'm okay with that. Right. Like, you know, when, when I, when I first became an anarchist, I guess, right. I tried I to be as principled as possible. They, they don't bother me as much is what I'm saying. Right. So, to me, there's a, a certain amount of, of parasitic behavior that I'm just like, it doesn't, like affect me like it, I've, I've got better things to worry about and and so in the same way as like there's like a mosquito bite from, versus a leech or something yeah and sort of um there um ooh. so there's there's some people who when they when they talk about the economy they're wor- really worried about what other people are doing like oh this this you know this guy's smoking marijuana and so he's not going to be a good productive worker so therefore we can't have marijuana you know, it shouldn't bother you what other people are doing. Uh, you know, other people should be able to do whatever they want uh, as long right. as they got their money from, you know, some, you know, valid way, right? I think that's um, that's a very clear, clear point, though, some valid way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and if, yeah, of course, we, but we've got this system that, and, and I, I, I always try to look at it from, from not just my point of view, but other people's too. And that and it's, it gets really hard to do because... Uh, the system is accepted by so many people, you know, um, like they accept government the way it is, uh, for, for, uh, you know, what, it, what it's supposed to do, not what it actually does. Right. Right. Um, so I would say government causes more problems than it solves. And they're like, what? We can't live without the government. My right. roads, you know, like they, <laughs> they, they hear the stated goal not the result of the right. of the policy and the actions right they go well yeah. government is here to represent us uh, you know in, uh, against uh, uh, other other politicians and to make sure that uh, our collective interests are being you know are being valued and put forth and then no the, you know the the governmental agents always work to see what's in their best self interest right not in what's in the collective interest of the constituents yeah. but people go like well no the then, then we got if they're only working in their own self-interest, then those are the ones we elect out, and we elect in the ones that are representing our collective interest. And then they do that, you know, and and so on. The cycle goes. They they work in their own self-interest, and they get elected out. Um, and and those people who want to view the government um, from the perspective of uh, of it functioning as its stated goal, never stop and realize. You know that rather than focusing on the stated goal, you got to take a look at the actual results to see what's really going on. So that's that's a that's a problem 
and that's part of the you know the the mentality yeah. of statism and and statist to begin with they 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 yeah. don't want to see it for what it is yeah but but rather than focus on on the beach bum or the marijuana smoker or you know things that the, the yeah. status you know the, the the status on the right the things that they that really bother them like even on this i have to share this because it was so ridiculous to me on on the debate they uh they were talking about the distribution of money and how that's going to help the economy because there's more money you know flowing through the economy you know they didn't worry about inflation but the one thing they did worry about was people saving their money that oh no well, what if somebody starts saving their money then that money's not going through the economy and, and the whole system will fail and my comment was like you're seriously worried about people saving money like that's that's the kind of thing that goes through your mind that's keynesian <laughs> that's like <laughs> fundamental I mean, to keynesian economic theory it it is but it's just so stupid you're like it is oh my gosh this this poor guy is trying to save his money what are we going to do to make him spend it oh we're going to put a limit on how much he can hold yeah so he has to spend it like you're freaking insane. Yeah. That's uh, that like, that's like that's one status, problem. Status that is so bad that he like <laughs> not like totally okay with stealing money and totally making sure that you don't have any. Like <laughs> total total status control there. I, I just couldn't believe it. Um It's a it's amazing that when it comes to the schools of economic thought, um how how prolific Keynesianism is in in the mainstream, in the universities, and you know in in the in the consciousness of the general public, and yet how befuddling yeah. it is when you think about it logically and rationally, and then you have yeah. you know the the other side of things, the Austrian school, which I'm a big fan of, right? Having having read both, um, and what what the Austrian school puts forth seems to make more sense, have yeah. more well, common the- sense. The Austrian rule is, is is basically just reality, the way it plays out naturally. Um, and well, with predictable everything, results. Everything, everything else is this fantasy land where uh, people can pull levers and and make adjustments, and they can have they can make things better uh, than they otherwise would have been. Uh, yeah. But and how so many you know intellectual individuals live within the fantasy land, versus just you know facing the hard nosed reality of of what is, is amazing when you think about it. Yeah. Right. It's just like going, well, this is how it's supposed to work. This is how it could work, and yeah. then someone comes along and goes, well, obviously this is how it actually works because we can we one, can see this well, and we can predict this. One of the guys. One of the guys. Go, no, no, no. Debates, he was talking about. Uh, how he, he thought it was a good idea for the for 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 the, for the central bank or you know the, the the system the way it is to fund the military because the military is just like a big jobs program like yeah that's a horrible job and it's a horrible jobs program like <laughs> that's the worst thing you could possibly do is spend you know a whole bunch of money to blow stuff up and then build it again like that's <laughs> it's insane you know um to us but, it's insane yeah. But but for him, it's like, oh yeah, well, well, how are people supposed to have jobs if we're not, you know, doing retarded shit? Like, <laughs> like let's do something else, you know? <laughs> yeah, do do something productive, right? Yeah, do and something and that somebody w- would actually appreciate you for. <laughs> 
See, and th- there's so much to parse out because even that reminds me of what you said earlier in the conversation, um, which is you know uh, printing printing money to to get more to get more dollars flowing through the economy, right? That again, from from a Keynesian pr- perspective, you go, yeah, people have more money, more money flows through, no no problem, yeah, right. And then you look at the Austrians and go like, well, you can you can print all the money you want if you're not producing any more goods yeah. and services but, of value. But was what was even more funny about the conversation was that they never talked about printing money. They didn't, they didn't talk about that. What they, the, their go-to was tax the whole time. They're like, well, there's billionaires that, you know, they have billions of dollars. We'll just, we'll just take it from them. And like, they didn't even like stop to question if that would even be successful. Like, like they wouldn't just leave, you know, leave the country, yeah. go find somewhere with lower taxes. Like they never, that, that thought never crossed their mind. It's just like, oh yeah, they'll be happy to give it to us because it's the law. You just, you just pass a law and then, and then the taxes go up and then the money just magically comes in. Well, cause you kick you the just, can down the road, right? Yeah. Well, what's and that? Then, billionaires then, are leaving. You make it illegal for billionaires to leave. They never considered it. Never. It's, 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 it's so, so funny to me. And <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was like a, a grade school level conversation with, with complete, complete morons. Um, you know, and I, I like the concept of, of the UBI. Like I, I think, you know, I'm like, if, if I'm just saying like, I'm a humanist, I don't want to help as many humans as possible. Yeah. You know, so rather than have current system we have with military and the banking system and and all these people that are ripping people off yeah if we could change that sure change change it but doing it politically is just not going to happen and and arguing about it is a waste of time too politically doing it politically see and i i don't i would not consider myself a humanist i i i would rather you know consider myself like a naturalist or a realist oh you you're an individualist i would say that's true, but um, even even you're... even with the idea of like UBI though, right? And when you go like, well, is it gonna? If the debate comes down to, are we gonna have inflationary currency or are we gonna have non-inflationary currency? Um, my default answer is like that's that's not even up for us to decide, right? That's that's that shouldn't even be a part of the conversation of whether or not um, we're going to implement it or or build it into the system. Um, it should it well, should be a question of like does it occur naturally, and then what are the what are the consequences of that? Yeah, right? and that's what I'm saying is that the 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 best thing to do right now, in, instead of trying to tweak this system, make it work slightly better towards you know one person's well welfare goal or or corporate goal or military goal or whatever that okay. is, or whatever they want. The best thing to do is to just do it. And so uh, basically, in, instead of uh, trying to tweak their system, just make a different system. And if right. people appreciate it, if people like it better, then they will do that. And so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all uh, about, about uh, you know, what, whatever happens naturally uh, should happen. Um, but what I'm saying now is we, we have the technology and we have a way to uh, introduce new economic models into the right. equation. We have we have a way to compete with the the cartel. Is what I'm saying. Right. Before we, before we didn't have that that 
that option. Right. Create money. And now pretty much anybody can create money. Um, you know, you might not necessarily agree with uh, whatever definition uh, this new shit is, but it, this is the new shit. And this, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's hard right. to explain to people. It's hard to uh, get people to uh, realize what it is until they use it. Like, it's like with Bitcoin, some people still don't get it. They're just like, why, why would anybody buy that crap? And in a lot of ways, I agree with them. It's like, it's like this digital nothing that, that, uh, you know, people spend a lot of electricity trying to create. And why do you want it? Well, this is better than the current model. This is why. <laughs> right. And, and okay. Okay. So one of, one of the things that I, I like about Bitcoin versus other cryptocurrencies um, and even even your idea for UBI, right, is the finite money supply, right? Like I don't and and that won't go away. And so so my system when when I start getting getting it uh, implemented, uh, what'll happen is people say, okay, well this is this is a currency. Everybody's got it. I can trade it. You know, it's it's not really worth that much. You know, this is the poor people currency, whatever. Um, but if you save up enough of them, you can buy a sliver of Bitcoin and. And then that will become, you know, the Bitcoin is still going to be the gold standard. It is now like a lot of people, yeah. uh, you know, OK, the dollar is going to keep losing value. So I'll just keep buying a little bit of gold here and there. And and then, you know, eventually in 10 years, 20 years, it'll you know blow up real big again. Then I'll have a chance to sell it. OK, you know, retire or whatever. So but even a UBI coin, though. Right. And, and please explain this to me. Right. Even a UBI coin is is going to end up being forever inflationary true because you have to keep giving it out and the more people that get on the system the more you'll give out so it, it devalues true. it at, at at an even higher rate true and so once you get it the, the you know it turns into you know just like the dollar right once you acquire this ubi coin the yeah. most prudent thing to do is to exchange it for something of higher value immediately true, true. okay but that's one of the reasons why it's going to work. Same way that the dollar continues to work, because as soon as you get it, you get you, you trade it you, for something. Get else. rid of it. But yeah. But how does everybody knows that the thing is everybody knows what it's worth, even if it's only worth you know a penny per token or whatever. People yeah. know what they're worth, so that's and that's important. And so the fact that people know what they're worth, then people can uh, do do their financial game games with it and. Uh, you know, but they know what they're worth at an ever decreasing rate as well. True, true. Okay, and that's that's fine. It doesn't matter as long as it's easily trans transferable to something that does have worth. And that's okay. that's that's the benefit of it. It's not that uh, you know the the paper is worth anything. It's that everybody's getting it, and and everybody knows how to get what they want it. And so that's and that's why having having an inflationary entry point uh is is important for, for the crypto space because a lot of people are just never going to buy bitcoin because it's it's like it's like digital gold right and people most people don't care about gold um, right the only reason why they might buy it is because they think it's going to go up in value a whole bunch you know versus dollar so what i'm planning on doing is introducing people to crypto through an inflationary system um that is uh yeah it's, it's basically and in, in, instead of you know it's basically like the dollar but instead of giving it to their friends in the military 
in, in, the, in the banks first. It just gets distributed to the people first. And so the inflation in that system benefits the, the lowest first. And of course, when they trade it, they're going to trade it up for you know some, some other value that they value more than that worthless crypto or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, but who who's going who's going to give them valuable crypto for ever declining worthless crypto, right? That that um, beca- well, like because, I understand that there's it, speculators it and it doesn't just go down because every, every even the dollar you know has uh, small blips and goes up once in a while. Okay, even though it's uh, inflationary, and so and so that's the thing. What I'm saying is people will play their financial games with it and they'll make bets. You know, some people win, some people will lose, uh, but. That's that's part of it, you know, and and one of the things too, one of the actually the best thing about having an inflationary system is that you can loan it. So if I if I save up a bunch of you know UBI tokens, I'll just call them that for now, okay, uh, through my system, and I could loan them out to somebody. Say here, you know, I, you, trouble you you need to you know uh, buy some tools so you can start your you know uh, let, let's say buy some soap so you can wash cars. Okay. So I'll loan this guy, you know, ten dollars worth of tokens. But you got to pay me back. He's like, yeah, no problem, because because it's inflationary. You know, he can pay me back eleven tokens in a couple weeks. You know, after he's done washing some cars. You know, so I got a few more tokens. I'm you know made one token profit. You know, sure there's inflation, but you know I didn't really lose any because yeah, uh, you you made you know, one token of profit, but real value went down. Maybe, maybe not, and that's the thing. I can I can adjust the interest rate based on what the inflation is. Okay. So I can say, you know, maybe it's twenty percent interest in, in two weeks. You know, whatever it is. But yeah. everybody everybody in that system will understand what the inflation is, what the risk of uh, a spiking currency would be. So so let let's say it spikes, the, the value of the token spikes. Okay. Well, okay. he could just wait wait a month and it'll come back down and he can pay me off. You know. But under the Bitcoin world, I can't lend out Bitcoin. Because it, it might spike and he might never be able to pay me off and then I'll be screwed and, and you know, like, try, you know, trying for the rest of his life to pay me off. And it, so people just don't lend out Bitcoin. It's just kind of stupid, yeah. <laughs> you know, especially for long term. Well, I mean, you lent me some Bitcoin and I, I think it was a pretty successful loan on both parts. Did you have to pay me back? I paid you back in Bitcoin. I don't remember. <laughs> you have to jog no. my memory. No, when... When, when last year, when, right before it spiked, you, fl- you floated me like 10 Bitcoin. Then I asked for oh, like. Oh, that was, that was different. That was different. No, that's, that's a loan, dude. That was a loan that no, was paid back. That was, that was, that was totally different. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, not a loan. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, a... you can say it wasn't a loan, but you know, when, when, I, I, I took it as it was, how we worked it out and my mom was like mad at me and kind of mad at you because she thought I was getting like a raw deal out of it. And I went, no, no, no. Like you, <laughs> no, it, totally it, was, it was totally fair. That, we, honestly, we can even get into the, the, the specifics about that, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Off <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I guess the part I could talk about on air with, without going to the specifics is, you know, you said, you said, all right, dude, here, here's some Bitcoin. Go see how much you can make using this Bitcoin. And then when you're done with making it, you know, making the money, you, you pay me back, you know, the, the amount of Bitcoin and then some, right. If, if there was, if there was interest attached to it. Sure. Yeah. 
So it was, it was, it was always, you know, I always looked at it like if you let me 10 bucks and said, go see how much money you can make off of 10 bucks. And when you're done making that money, pay me back my 10 bucks and maybe, you know, a couple of bucks of interest here, it, it'd be the same way. Like, I don't, I don't see how I don't, I understand why there's not a lending economy in Bitcoin. Um, right. but, but it doesn't make sense to me that there isn't right. It's just, well, it's, it's because it's, there's, it's not an inflationary, uh, system. It's, it's too, it's just too hard to do it with, without an inflationary system. Ah, like, that makes uh, no sense to me. Well, people, you're trying, don't you're... Lend out, people don't lend out gold either. They lend out dollars because they know dollars will be easier to get in the future. And with a certain degree of certainty, uh, you'll you'll get your money back plus a little bit of interest. And hopefully that amount of interest will be more than the inflation uh, that's devaluing your dollar. And maybe it will be, maybe it won't be, but it'll be close, you know? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think interest has to be tied to inflation, though. I, d- I don't, I'm not, I don't it even think there's a correlation. Doesn't have to be. It just makes it easier. Yeah, like it's, it, it's almost it's almost impossible to lend Bitcoin with any certainty of, of getting it back. Well, I think a lot of that is because people tie it to the to the value of the dollar. Well, that's because it's, that's that is the default standard. So right now, and every, everybody knows that the the dollar is going down slowly over time, and will continue to do so. Um, but it's still more stable than Bitcoin, so that's why it's used. <laughs> It's, yeah, you know, comparatively, the dollar is very stable. You know, <laughs> comparatively, comparably, yeah, yeah, you're right. Comparably, and it, I think, I think that has more to do with it than its inflationary, uh, probab- not probabilities. What's the word I'm looking for? Properties. I think that has more to do with it when it's with than its lack of inflationary properties, right? Like, like the 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 original point that I I was I made a few minutes ago was, I don't. I don't, I like Bitcoin because it's, it's a, it's a fixed amount, right? We we may not have gotten there yet. And, and they go like, well, the programmers could always program it and inflate it. And I think once they start to do that, then people will, you know, migrate out of it. Cause I think that's one of the things that holds the value. Right. right? And if you, if you want to, you know, even when you go back to gold, right, gold, gold is not necessarily seen as an inflationary currency. Um, yeah, because the only way to, there's, yeah, there's because but you got to dig it out of the ground. It's harder. To, right. It's harder to do. Yeah. Right. It's it's but a it's, lot easier yeah. to to print dollars or you know to to flip a switch for for crypto and just inflate it you know forever. Um, but I I the reason Bitcoin is the gold standard is because it's because of its lack of inflationary properties, and I think that's that's the re that's a reason to hold gold or any other metals, and that's a reason to hold Bitcoin. Right. And that's right. a reason to stay out of, you know, inflationary currencies. Now, another thing that you said was, but, well, but I think the thing you're missing is, yes, we're, we're, we're going to we're going to hold on to the, the things we value. But that doesn't mean you're going to stop using the dollar. Everybody uses it. And that's my point is we need a digital currency that everybody uses. It doesn't matter if they hold it or not, but everybody's going to use it. Yeah. And I, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm not missing it. Um, but you also said that the the people the people in within that currency the people who you know use and trade and enter the marketplace on UBI coin will mm-hmm. will have knowledge of this inflationary property and you know will have knowledge yeah. of the the interest surrounding it and I, I like a hundred percent disagree with that because you're talking about giving it to everybody right yeah you're, every, you're, and so everybody will know how much the inflation is based on user count 
Yeah, but not not. But the people you're giving it to are are the the poor, less educated oh, yeah. people within a system, right? They're the they're, ones they're that not, are not going to pay attention stupid. and don't even understand. Yeah, because they'll see the value on the on the charts. They'll see how much it's worth, you know, every day. And so, so even if it started out at a dollar and they see it going down steadily, you know, to a penny, you know, they'll be able to understand, okay, maybe I should sell this right now. And you're, then at some point, at some point it'll bottom out and it'll come back up a little bit. And then they're like, oh, well, maybe I should have, you know, not sold it at a penny. I could have got a nickel for it. You're assuming then, that the local janitor at the high school is going to be looking at that information. And I'm, I doubt oh, that no, he will. They, 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 they will if, if they're on on the system you know receiving the tokens and and playing the game and everybody likes the, the game everybody everybody likes you know you think uh, you think people a, you getting know, a welfare check check the exchange rate every morning or whenever their check comes in no they don't they don't check their their, their dollars because that's the system everybody uses so yeah. eventually everybody will use a crypto to- uh, crypto token and then right. they won't have to check it anymore but until then People like playing the game. People like seeing how much is in their account, and so that they will they will look at it and say, "Well, how much is this worth versus the dollar now?" And yeah, of course, for you know, it'll have its ups and downs, and you know, mostly yeah. down, but eventually it'll find a, a value. Eventually. Okay, and I I would so say this, you're this talking like about a twenty year plan, not not something that's going to immediately uh, replace the dollar. Um, no, but I, it will eventually. It will, it will eventually, that's, that's, that's where I'm, that's what I'm saying though. It will eventually. And what you're talking about right now is such a small percentage of people who will start using, you know, UBI coin or UBI token, right? Because you're, you're talking about the, the speculators who, who are smart enough to get into it, who have the knowledge to get into it and will speculate on the value of it. And you're not talking about, you know, the the universal aspect of it which is you know the 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 foreign dishwasher and the you know the 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 car wash guy well, it, it, it'll be easy for them to get into it though all they have to it, do is have an account yeah right that's what i'm saying it's 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 relatively easy to go on welfare too you just go down to the office and fill out the paper oh yeah but if you're I saying know. that that this is going to replace that system in a way 20 years down the line right well, it's going to it's going to replace it's not going to replace the welfare system Eventually, okay. it'll make it irrelevant because people just won't need it. Well, that that's you know that's I'm going to call that a replacement, right? If you if you stop using one thing and everyone migrates to another, whether it was by design so, or happenstance, so it's still a replacement. That'll be ha- that'll be happenstance. But yeah, they, like high fructose corn syrup replaced sugar, right? Took a while, and now they're bringing it back. But you know what I mean? Like it's that's the replacement. <laughs> that's what people use. No one, yeah. no one. But my you know, my my goal isn't. The, the, the primary goal is re- to replace the monetary system. Benefits of replacing the monetary system is to have a, uh, a distributed uh, economy. The, the inflation that we do have will be distributed to uh, everybody. Right. As in, in a po- and so once we have a system that does that, then the people at the bottom you know, will sort of have a, a, a small little bit of safety net. Yeah. Um, and, and with no force or theft involved. Right. That's, and and I, I got you on the voluntary aspect. I just, I think you're assuming a more educated populace than is actually going to be using it at the bottom of the scale. No, they're, they're, they're idiots, but they can, they, they can. Idiots are going to wake up in the morning and check the exchange rate. 
No, they're, they're not. I, oh, I better, I better get into Bitcoin before I use my lose my UBI token. No, most most people that that get the UBI token will do the same what they do with dollars. They'll immediately exchange it for something they value more. Yeah. Some people won't. Some people will save them. Some people will save them. You know, just let their account you know grow for you know ten years. And they'll be like, look at all these coins. What am I going to do with them? Some of them are going to go. Well, I don't really need them, so I'm going to. But I want to. I, I want to make my coins work for me, and so they'll lend them out, and then they'll get interest okay. on their coins that they have. And so the the lending part is is huge, a uh, huge problem yeah. for the for the crypto community. But I still say we go back to the Keynesian versus the the Austrian um, view on that. Is even if you lend it out, right? Even if you lend it out, the the mere fact that it's an inflationary t- currency. You have to either be aware of the inflation rate versus, um, yeah, and, th- and that'll versus be the interest knowledge. rate. And so there, once there's a market for it, then the market tells you what what the price of the interest is. You know, just okay. sort of like it is now, except there's a central planner deciding what the interest is, which is the big problem, right? So it, with the UBI token, who's who's going to set the interest rate? Is it just going to be a market based well, rate? Yeah, it'll it'll be a market based rate, but that's posted on the on the in your account it won't have anything to do with the account it'll be based on banks that use this crypto tokens yeah and so once there's a market for it the market will set the interest rate but it'll be based on on the in- inflation of the whole system so everybody will know what the inflation is based on how many users there are and uh and so you know maybe the interest rate will will be 30 percent. i think okay but- so let me, let me let me clear some terms up then because you say everyone will know and i'm not convinced Right. Everyone may have access to the information. Right. It, it may be it may be. Well, most people you know. won't care about that. What, what people care about is what is the interest rate? Can I possibly pay it off? Is it a good bet for me to do this or not? You know, is it going to help yeah. me out in, in the, now? And and can I pay it off? Uh, and and is, it, is it good for everybody in the end? Is it, is it a win win? So um, so the, the risk on the bank would be setting the interest rate too low. And and the the risk on the, on the buyer of the of the debt or the, you know the loan taker would be if the interest rate is too high, okay, right? and he can't so, and he can't pay off and he loses whatever collateral he put down. So in that scenario, who is the guy that let his his uh, wallet accumulate you know tens of thousands of UBI coin that he now wants to make work for him? Who is he? he? Goes it into, could be anybody. Well, he goes and deposits that into a bank to earn interest, or, or he, he starts lends his it own out. bank. Doesn't okay. matter, but there. Once there's a market, yeah, there will be banks that have that that provide loans to people based on an inflationary token in the future. Yeah. But he's not looking to. He's not looking to secure a loan. He's looking to uh, create to a, provide a, a loan. To provide yeah. a loan. Yeah. And so yeah. So if, so if I had you know an inflationary token right now that I'm not worried about losing, um, I could I could loan it out. I can't loan out Bitcoin. Just, there's no reasonable way I would get the money back. Okay. Um, unless the person I was loaning to was, you know, rich, and okay. at that point he would just be, it would just be a gambling bet between us. Yeah. But um, and that's tied to the value of Bitcoin in terms of dollars. Maybe, maybe. It well, doesn't have to be. It could be versus other cryptocurrencies. Well, yeah, but if if once Bitcoin, once if we if we get to a point where Bitcoin stabilizes in terms of value and purchasing power, right? Then it, it's it's not as risky to loan out because it's 
you'll be yeah, there's a reasonable expectation of what you can get with it and how you can. I don't get think it back. it'll ever ever be worth loaning out because okay. it's deflationary, and so that's okay. why I said it, it, it's it's really important to have at least one deflationary currency. Um, and I don't like do- Dogecoin. I'm not sorry. <laughs> deflationary. Inflationary. Inflationary. It's really important to have one inflationary coin besides Dogecoin. Because the problem with Dogecoin is is the mining. Like you can you can get it fairly easily. You can run a miner and get some Dogecoin in your account, um, and and you could even use that to reasonably you know loan out some Dogecoin for somebody that was in need, um, and then they could convert the Dogecoin to dollars and they can spend the dollars and they can you know, try and pay it back. But the the part part of the problem with that is there's a very small amount of people who would take out a loan for dogecoin because there's just not that many dogecoin users and there's you know not even that many cryptocurrency users either um yeah. so the like i said the solution is getting as many people as possible into cryptocurrency it doesn't matter right. how much it's worth but just get them in just get them uh, you know used to holding on to a few or if they don't want them selling them every day if they want uh and then figuring out why this stuff has value and once they do, eventually they'll find out, hey, this is even more efficient than the U.S. dollar because we're not wasting the money on military and, and bank uh, cartels. That part and I can get behind. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on whether or not a currency needs to be inflationary for, you know, for it to affect any sort of well, lending or interest. Well, let, let me ask you the question. Then. How would you get people to switch over to crypto? Without... How would I get them to? Yeah. I mean, you can't just convince them to like, I mean, you know, people got more important things to do than, than, uh, speculate on Bitcoin and gold. Well, that's true. I, you know, I don't, I don't in, in my, in my world, right. Like I said, I said, like I'm a naturalist and a realist. I don't think they have to be convinced and I don't care if they come with us. Um, I sent, I sent you, I sent our little mini group a link this morning. Well, see, and, but that's the difference though. I do care if they come with us. Like it's, it's important to you know if if you know i i do want uh, a massive shift away from the dollar yeah but i don't and i so don't that's, that's, i don't think it has to be so forced. there is um not not in force of the that, sense like so you the, you you coerce people the, into getting I, off i of think it. i think you you miss uh under I, I think you underestimate the competitiveness of the dollar it's a pretty good system it's pretty stable it's it's uh pretty trustworthy like you know nobody's afraid of using the bank everybody does it yeah. and that's the level that crypto needs to be okay and i and, and that's I, I i i hear where you're coming from in terms of cutting cutting government spending and cutting military spending and stop using the dollars to kill brown people like i, I totally want to support and i totally do support that that come from like that mentality well that's the way it's going to succeed is because it's, it's using a lot less resources. I got you. But when you say, how do we get them, how do we get them to come, right? The, the article that I sent uh, our, our little mini group this morning was basically like, you know, Venezuelans are using cheap electricity to mine Bitcoin because the Bolivar is worthless, right? And they're, they're yeah, doing whatever that, they can. But it, that could be a thousand years before, before that happens to the dollar. You know, we just don't know. Okay. And uh, the, the dollar is on that trajectory yeah, it has even though i agree with even though i agree with you 
that it's it's stronger than people give it credit for, right? Like my, my biggest complaint and you know pet peeve with uh, libertarians and and you know the the Ron Paul elite um, is that he's he has been uh, you know preaching and predicting a dollar collapse for damn yeah. near fifty years now. And that, and that's why I said enough enough waiting. Don't wait for the collapse. Just come up with an alternative. Now the, right. the liberty dollar tried to do that, right? But still you run into that problem of the liberty dollar gaining value and it becomes something that uh it's hard to convince people to get into okay because it's so expensive and it's always increasing and so yeah the reason why people get into bitcoin is because you know basically only people only really want to get into bitcoin when it spikes and goes up because they're because it's called fear of missing out yep fear of missing out isn't a good enough fomo isn't a good enough way to cause a, a massive shift in, uh, in, in, in using Bitcoin, for example. People are still going to use dollars because they don't want the okay. dollars. So is, is your goal then just to use like Gresham's Law in reverse? Yeah. Like make a currency so worthless that everyone switches off of dollars to use the worthless currency because that's the one to use? Um, it's, it's not to compete for worthlessness. It's it's to create a better system. Um, okay. It doesn't matter necessarily if it's de- you know in, inflating faster than the dollar, or or okay. you know decreasing in value faster than the dollar. But it's just that it it's a, a a more usable system, a more fair system, more predictable system, a more honest okay. system, and a system that is more efficient. So because it's not wasting a whole bunch of money uh, blowing stuff up around the world and got and, it. Uh, that 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 part I'm I'm on board with you with, it's it's the whole like Gresham's law basically states that uh, you know uh, unfortunately the caveat to Gresham's law is like within a governmental system, right? But the the, the basic general rule of the law is that uh, bad money drives out good. Yeah, yeah. So the only the only way to drive out the dollar is to make it look like the good money, and then to use a worse currency than that, right? The 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 problem Bitcoin had um, initially is that a lot of early adopters and we're still kind of in the early adopter stage and despite you know the 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 uh, compunction of of bitcoin enthusiasts to hodl 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 <laughs> right the yeah, early adopters that's... are forced to to uh, break gresham's law right yeah. in order to move the currency forward and to get other yeah. people to use it yeah right. like, like bitcoin bitcoin jesus you know like, oh, yeah i got it you know, if you want it to use, you got to get people to, to have it, right? But that yes, that's, that's part part of the problem. Of of the, it's the same thing as gold, though. You can't convince everybody to to use gold, even though it's a better, uh, you know, more honest system, because well, it, it's something that's better to hold on to, you know, than spend. Right. And so you have to have a currency. I'm not saying to replace Bitcoin, but to to push out the it. dollar. Yeah. Okay. And I'm more convinced than I was. A half an hour ago, and because a crypto, an inflationary cryptocurrency, is easier to get Bitcoin with than even the dollar is, because it's sometimes it can be kind of a little bit of hassle getting crypto for dollars. Okay, I mean I know, yeah, lots of people I went to that Bitcoin meeting, and people were like, "Well, how do I get it?" Like, "We'll find somebody." Like, what? But you know, there's not just like a bank I can go to. Well, I can use Coinbase if they legalize it, but you know, yeah, that that's one way of doing it. But that's um, not but, even a bank. You know, that's an exchange. That's, you know, yeah, that's depending how you're going to look at it. Okay. It, I look it, at it, a bunch of market actors 
you know, yeah, it gets, it gets really, it gets really fuzzy. But does Coinbase hold DAO? Yes. Does does Coinbase hold Bitcoin? Yes. So okay, they're they're holding you know holding funds like a bank would. Now the thing they don't do supposedly is fractional reserve banking. So supposedly they've got all the Bitcoin that they're selling to people. You know, I can't prove it. I don't know if Coinbase has ever been audited. Well, but the, no. if it, if Bitcoin if Bitcoin's a public blockchain, they someone should be able to take a look at whatever. Well, they they should be able to be audited, but if they don't let the auditors come in and look at all the wallets that they hold. Okay. You know, and you know, because you have to hard to identify all, the the Coinbase all these wallets. Users, all all these users say claim that they have Bitcoin in Coinbase. Right. But if, if Coinbase actually only has 10% of that, how would you know unless there's a run on Coinbase? You would. Okay. So supposedly they have, you know, one for one. Everybody who has a claim of, of Bitcoins in there, you know, they should have that many Bitcoins there. But I can't prove it. I don't know if it's ever been audited. So it does operate like a bank in which you don't really know what okay. they have. Um, but they should. How would they fudge was, that? How would they fudge that on the blockchain? Like I thought, that was one it's, of the. It doesn't have. It, not everything is on the blockchain. Is what I'm saying. All the all the Bitcoin all the Bitcoin holdings is like if I say I've got like one Bitcoin on Coinbase, there's a wallet address associated with my okay. Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Okay. So if, in that case, if they give you a valid blockchain address and everybody can validate it, then then yes, it's a, then it's one for one, and yeah. you you can you can audit that. So yeah, my fault. I'm I wasn't aware of. Uh, the person personal wallets and how they operate on Coinbase. Well, I mean that's that's what we're claiming Coinbase holds, right? There there's like Coinbase holding user funds sure. and then there's Coinbase holding whatever profits that they take. Sure. And 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 my under again, I, I, I'm not an expert. You're more of an expert on like, you know, well, I, cryptography I than Bitcoin. I am. Yeah. I, I understand Bitcoin, but I, I I'm not an expert on Coinbase. I don't okay. I don't use Coinbase. So I don't I don't really know um, you know how they operate their wallets or anything. Yeah, I, I don't, and neither do I. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just assume that if if they're sh- if they're saying that you know we have so many Bitcoin in a wallet, right? And and you go like you know, and even if it's thousands of wallets, right? Unless unless they're like lying and you know just uh, you know publishing false data that doesn't uh, that doesn't correlate with their actual wallet holdings, um, even even though it's probably prohibitively difficult to audit um it should be fairly simple to do if someone was motivated yeah, enough yeah. to do it okay yeah sure sure okay so so going back i don't even want like we're short on time so i don't even want to get into the whole thing about fractional reserve banking because that's another i i was going to bring it up maybe earlier but not now um, because that was a debate that i remember reading a long time ago um you know from the the uh the anarcho-capitalist free market perspective and that is, you know, it, it was kind of a, a twofold debate. Number one, um, is fractional reserve uh, moral, even if it's voluntary, um, in the same vein as can you can you contract yourself into servitude for a duration of time, right? Can can you contract yourself to be a slave for a duration of time? Is that does that is that a is that a concept that exists? Um, within you know a, a libertarian moral framework, um, and and fractional reserve banking is that a concept that exists within the moral framework uh, of, of a libertarian you know society, right? Because you're yeah. you there it's it's even though it's voluntary, right? There, there's there's no funds there, 
right? It's it's you're contracting yeah, right. for basically nothing, and can you contract for nothing? Yeah, I I think I think it, it is moral as long as you don't have a central bank backing it up. So so you know back in the day with the U.S. currency, um, it it was known that there was fractional uh, reserve lending going on and uh, fractional reserve banking going on, and and people put their money in the bank, and and sometimes the market got spooked, and everybody you know tried to pull out their money. And of course, there wasn't enough money, and the bank went under. Yeah, that was a risk. That was a risk, and and bankers used to commit suicide over this, right? But Good. now we're in a situation. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you guys screwed up. Like that was your fault. Uh, you lost everything. You lost all your customers' money. You lost your money. You lose your house. Uh, commit suicide. Um, so, and a and so now we have a situation where, uh, what well, you know, moral hazard thing. You 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 encourage people to take uh, risky uh, moves, and and then uh, when the risk uh, materializes and and you lose everything, well, the taxpayers get paid. Um, so that's that's the that's the moral hazard was when you put put the damage on somebody else, um, and. Uh, yeah, and so that's why we that's why we have the corrupt you know banking institutions we have. So yeah, well, like I said, I think I I I want I I'm definitely behind you on your your reason for wanting to do this, right? Stop the stop the flow of funds going to the state. Stop the wars being waged around the world. Give us an alternative to the U.S. dollar. Um, all behind that, right? Like me and you were, were on the same page. It's it's the implementation and, and the necessity for true. an inflationary currency that I'm I'm still I'm not convinced a hundred percent yet. So, like, and, and and that's the hardest part for me is is getting people to understand and and honestly and I talked to Ken about this last night. I Ken's said it's cool. not even going to work. There's no way I'm going to convince anybody. There's no way I'm going to convince anybody. I'm just going to have to do it, and people are going to go, "Oh, okay, I get it now." Okay. <laughs> in the same way people just all of a sudden get Bitcoin, you know? <laughs> in the same way they get what? I missed that. Get Bitcoin. Oh. In the yeah, same way I don't know. Get Bitcoin. Like a lot of people a lot of people didn't understand why Bitcoin is like digital gold and now they do. Um so it's just it works. And so I just have to create it and distribute it, get people okay. using it, and then all of a sudden they'll go, Okay, get it. Well, like I said, if it's Don't a reverse Gresham's more. law, I totally see it. I, if it's if it's a purposeful reverse Gresham's law, right? I totally get it. It's right? it's, cl- it's close to it, but but not quite. I okay. Think, you know, uh, bad money pushes out good. After, after get people to use the bad money, like that. That's a concept that I uh, understand. Sort of. Okay. It, it'll compete. It'll it'll compete clo- closer to the dollar than you think it does. Okay. Well, but but if the dollar is still better, because well, the dollar might still hold its value slightly better than than my currency that I'm making. Okay, but that doesn't mean everybody's going to switch over to the dollar when they when they spend it because it's just not necessary. When they well, if the dollar if the dollar competes higher, if the dollar is more valuable than your crypto, they'll definitely use your crypto. That's the whole point. Right, right. They'll they'll hold they'll hold their dollars for so slightly. Okay, I don't I don't you know. A one percent or a hundred percent. I don't. That's a. It's a wide spectrum. But I think, um, in the long run, the 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 law will hold, um, so long as there you know there's there's no interference from the state, right? Yeah. I think that, that's, that's the that's, one caveat to Gresham's law. Yeah. And that's why and people so, hold other coins. My argument 
for why it might actually work is my argument about Amazon. Amazon is taking advantage of a loophole in the system. No taxes across state lines, which isn't actually even true. Everybody's supposed to be ta- paying tax on the stuff they buy from Amazon. Yeah. Well, and they tax now um, too. That, that's not even a policy anymore. Okay. I'll have to check it out again. But um, if you if you buy from Amazon, they part of your purchase is the estimated sales tax that you pay for your state. Like they, they coalesce to the, the government demands that they collect sales tax. The way around that now um, is to buy from third-party Amazon sellers. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll have to check it out just to verify. Okay. But, um, you know, up until now, that's why they were so successful. Yeah. Uh, and and people loved it. And yeah, uh, even people in, in the government use Amazon all the time. And they yeah. would not. They would not want to change that law because they benefit so much from Amazon, you know. Yeah, and and one it's of the criticism great. one of the criticisms that Amazon took when they changed the policy was, well, now that now that they're the dominant market player, they can afford to follow the government rules and right. push other competitors further out of the market. Right right. 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 Anybody else who's going like no taxes, free shipping, whatever like that, but you know, but at can't the same compete time, anymore. It, at least if Amazon is competing on a level playing field with the local economy, you know, yeah. it's, it's a little bit more fair, not still not good. I mean, yeah, taxes no, I'm, with you. I'm with you, but, but they, they just, they, they changed the, pol- I, I'm certain that they changed the policy and I'm certain that the backlash was that they changed it because now that they can afford to comply with it. And now it's, it's used as a competitive advantage over new players entering the marketplace. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's complete cronyism when you look at it yeah. like that. Yeah. So, so now, now they are, uh, yeah, they're there. They're, they're at the top of the hill and nobody can knock them down now. So. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts? Nope. That's about it. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us. Uh, anarchistexperience.com, facebook.com slash anarchistexperience. Uh, no, no, no articles or show prep for today, but if you want to get in on that, we do it in the groups. Facebook.com slash groups slash anarchistexperience. Uh, and if you want to contribute to the show financially, so we have money to give out for UBI tokens, uh, we do that through Patreon, patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.